Okay. Cold cans. My name's Joey Glock and I'm here to say Gonna wrap this beat in a very fine way I'm gonna tell you about how to subscribe on iTunes Give a high five, we're gonna go to iTunes And leave a five stars, gonna help our show in the rankings Get us cars, that's how much money we'll get by having high rankings Just kidding, we get no money, it's shit Everything we do is shit and doesn't deserve any money, including this rap. I said it's shit, it's crap. But here's what you gotta do if you like the show. Go to coldcanspodcast.com. Find out where to follow us. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Go to iTunes. Leave five stars. Now to the show. Thanks for listening. Did you get it? Yep, yep. Oh, a quick fade out on that one. <laughs> Our engineer had a stroke and pushed the fader away down yeah, immediately. Bad job. Yeah. We should fire him. Brian, so uh, cheers, my friend. Cheers, Joe. We're drinking Milwaukee's Best Premium today. Mm. Wow, that's not as bad as I thought it would the be. The Beast. Uh, what is your initial impression? That was not that bad. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm always the one who says that, and then you go, come on, and then I go, no, it's pretty good. We got the little shtick. Well, I'm going to- We're like Laurel and Hardy. I'm going to flip the shtick <laughs> uh, and say that it did, it, I, it tastes kind of what I remember. It's got the, it's the same thing with Blatt's. It has that like skunk to it, like that frothy, yeah, it like, like bubbly beer. skunk. Yeah. Like stuff that's been bubbling in the back of some old monk's clay pot for too long in the piss sun. pot, more like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He, he brewed his piss into beer. He had <laughs> diabetes. There was enough sugar content to turn into alcohol. It, it feels like it was, yeah, scraped off the bottom of some barrel. I guess this is bo- literal bottom of the barrel stuff. I think in our first episode, we said it, the Miller Lite tasted like if you rung a, an old- A dish, bar dish rag. Bar dish We've rag We've had some pushback can. on that comparison, by the way. What? Many people are saying that's a, not a good comparison. Many people are saying. <laughs> uh, okay, well, fuck those people. It's a great <laughs> comparison because this is what it tastes like. This tastes like it too. It, like, it has like- it's not just skunk. It kind of has that like, it's just low quality beer. That taste know. of union made recyclable aluminum. Mm-hmm. Is that the taste you're getting? Well, union made because it's- commie like you wouldn't like that, would you? It's Milwaukee's beast and it's made in- uh, Wait, communists like unions. That's right. Yeah. So I love what you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> comrade. Uh, it's, it's the beast though. So it's made in the epitome of Rust Belt cities, in my opinion, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hey, Milwaukee- Remember? I don't remember, it's, Joe. It's uh, Wayne's World. That's what he says. I have never Wayne's seen World. that. Really? Don't go watch it. It's not worth it. No, I have seen it. Of course oh. I've seen it. Um, but Milwaukee. Like idiot. What's your take on Milwaukee? We're both Wisconsin boys. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I like the Brewers. Uh, no, I I never had a good like impression of Milwaukee. I think I would had only like... I knew it was in Wisconsin, but I hadn't never went to it when I was a kid. Like it's we lived place. probably what two and a half hours away or yeah, so we're from a small town. So it's a it's a big the, deal yeah, to drive down to Milwaukee. Of Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I just. I always had a bad 
bad uh there was it was associated with bad things in my mind of like scary yeah, big bad scary like, big yeah. scary like no reason to go there uh, and that persisted pretty much through college. I never even went over to Milwaukee in college. But what then, was scary about it? Like, I don't know. Honestly, I don't what know. were you worried about? It might be the big city aspect of it. My Games parents. And... I don't even know if it was that. Just too many people, you know? Sure. Like a lot of people, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of traffic. And the, the people are weirdos, right? You're going to see crazy people. But that traffic. See... <laughs> traffic. Traffic's the worst part. And I'll tell you but... what, Highway 41 has been under construction <laughs> for 25 years. Uh, That's true, though. And, uh... Yeah, I, that evolved though. Like as I got older, had some friends moved to Milwaukee, checked it out more, and I have a good, uh, good feel from it now. I like the Bucks too. There's a lot of, you know, new stuff happening with the Bucks in town. Yeah, kind of renovating the the city around that. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I have the same impression. It's just like an old, old city, and it used to be really intimidating. And s- since I've moved out to Seattle and had a chance to kind of travel a little bit, when I go back to Milwaukee doesn't have that intimidating mm-hmm. feel. I don't I wouldn't call it like sad. Like Detroit can be sad when you go there, but I would call it just it's just it's very old and okay. I don't know. It it feels like a, a like a nice blue collar place. And I kind of like that. I mean, yeah, I don't really like the aspects of kind of Seattle that are like Yeah. You know, every building looks exactly the same Absolutely. and is new age and techy in some way. Like it's just a total glass facade. That's I'm tired of that. But but that kind of Rust Belt, like like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. those types of cities. I think the downside of that is it it can, that can get there. There can be stretches where it's pretty depressing. Like sure. there can be a lot of abandonment and just like big industrial buildings and warehouses that just have nothing going on. And I think Milwaukee does have a lot of that, but it also has a lot of like there's areas like by the water, and there's some real. I mean, the, the breweries on the water, there, it. and it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a, it's a nice city. The thing with all those Milwaukee breweries early on was that like, they have the best water in the country, you know, like Lake Michigan's best water. Yeah. Uh, and now the, the water aspect, I think that was something I never was exposed to about Milwaukee. It was like, it is on the water. Like, it, that's cool. It's yeah. in the summer. It's like bearable because there's so much wind coming off of Lake Michigan that, uh, the humidity doesn't cut through to you quite as much. Why am I talking about the weather? Because you love talking about the weather. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, Milwaukee. I don't, like, the stuff with the rundown buildings and stuff, like, well, it seems like that's like a cycle. Like, then that cheap real estate will be, like, scooped up and turned into something better yeah. by, like, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirits. Like, but, but part someone's going to open a... But, but you can't break that cycle. Like, uh, part of the reason that that exists is because Milwaukee is a very segregated city. Like, okay. there are poor areas, there are rich areas. There's. I used to live, I, I took an internship in Milwaukee. I lived in a place called Shorewood, a little suburb there. And if you cross the bridge on Oakland Avenue, like, the whole place felt different. It was a lot poorer, and, and it just, like, the the buildings, the, the types of businesses that were stood up on that end of that bridge were entirely different. And it's just a fucking arbitrary bridge. But it really did feel like you entered another world. Okay. And I think, like, for whatever reason, Milwaukee kind of has always been like that. And, and those areas just don't get any money sunk into them. Um, like you said, maybe they cycle and then maybe eventually people scoop those up. They become Yeah, because it's like artists or whatever, you know, move into the cheap parts of town and then mm-hmm. they kind of start to be, get some culture in them. And then, then they'd slowly become gentrified and, and uh, improved a little bit. Yeah. It's not always a great thing, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm talking way too much about Milwaukee for what I actually know about. Well, it. it apparently means we're interested in Milwaukee. You touched I've looked at Milwaukee, yeah. I'd live there someday. 
Sure, it's a fine city, yeah. Um, I don't know, like, it's so close to Chicago, I feel like that's also what uh, it struggles from. Like, if, if you're kind of looking at moving to the Midwest, there's so many opportunities in Chicago, yeah, it's an hour or, or about two hours away or whatever. Um, so it's kind of like the little brother of Chicago, which I always hate to admit because, like you, I'm a Bucks fan and a Brewers fan, wearing my Bucks hat right now. Um, and, you know, they're our big rivals. Speak, should we do a little sports corner? Talk Milwaukee Let's sports. Let's talk Milwaukee sports. Fear uh, the beer in this case. Hey, you son of a bitch. Uh, the Bucks and Brewers are plagued, I think, by like, because they've never been successful in dynamic. The Bucks in the 70s uh, and in the early 2000s before uh, David Stearns uh, screwed them out of a championship. Uh, David Stern. David, what did I say? Stern. You said Stearns. Who's yeah, David the Stern? Brewers GM. I think I meant. Hey Joe. Oh wait, Jesus. Why try and what am I thinking? Not of? such an idiot. What am I thinking of the old NBA commissioner? Yeah, David. Not Stern. Adam Silver. Oh, David Stern. Yeah, Stern. I think I, I stuttered though. I meant to say Stern screwed, and I said Stern screwed. Gotcha. I don't know what I did. We'll anyway, just chalk it up to you were wrong. <laughs> Please continue. That's impossible. Uh, the Bucks have had a little bit of success but are pretty much a forgotten like they got to be if you if you took like a recollection test out of all NBA franchises of just any average <laughs> NBA fan the Bucks would probably be the last one they would recall I would guess maybe now they're a little bit in the limelight they have a nice young team with some exciting people but 5 years ago in the Ursan Ilyasova heydays mama yeah. yeah and the Joel Brewers Alexander. have never been good Alexander. Big franchise savior Joe Alexander <laughs> yeah well and I I feel like the uh, NBA league pass or whatever, where you can watch games anywhere. That's certainly helped the Bucks, yeah, because that helps teams that have like exciting players, but no one lives there right. who watches them. Tiny market, stuff. yeah, tiny market. Uh, yeah, the Bucks. I mean, what the big three they had in 1999 or whatever with Ray Allen, Sam Cassell, and Glenn Big Dog, Big Dog. Yeah, yeah, they got I mean, screwed yeah, out of a championship because they wanted then, to see Allen Iverson go to the right. uh, face the Lakers. Yeah, thanks a lot, David Stern. Stearns. They had a um oh, the worst Luel jerseys Sinder. in the league. Oh at yeah, a the, certain point the the Christmas Bucks. That was a redesign. Color. Yeah, after it was. the purple. Yeah. My God, what a mistake! And then the new ownership came in and actually put thought into the new look, or, or just hired a good design firm. Well, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. money. I guess they put money into it. And now you Which get is the... better than thought. Remember that, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. On my next birthday, re- please remember. I don't want those T's and P's. I just want those C's and uh, uh, or some other you got it. slang for money. <clears throat> G's. G's and C's. There Thank you, you Joe. Yep, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I, another, te- another Milwaukee team with an awesome fucking jersey combination that they've moved to is those classic Milwaukee Brewers jerseys those are nice yeah and yeah. The, the the mb logo with yeah, the, old the glove. Mitt ball and glove yeah. yeah so i don't know it it it's even that feels like milwaukee's kind of turning this corner where it's not this forgotten city with the damn christmas logos and ursinalia sofa and where the brewers are turning along and you don't even know what industry is there like it does feel like milwaukee's kind of this i don't know it, it it's it's not so bad people shouldn't forget about milwaukee uh but this beer this beer is so bad. Are you, how far away, th- uh, we're drinking a 16 ounce of this. Yeah, I'm probably halfway through. Yeah, me too. Um, a little bit of history with this beer. 
Established in 1895 as Gettleman's Milwaukee's Best Beer, Miller Brewing Company shortened the brand name to Milwaukee's Best when they took over the brewery in 1961. I don't see a clear reason why it's called Milwaukee's Best, though. Is that just just branding, or do they have any basis for it? Like It's won some awards, I guess. But it's just kind of a forgotten beer. Yeah. Although... I, uh... <laughs> The best fan, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's no reason. Yeah. Well, it's the official. I'm beer the best sponsor. host of cold cans. <laughs> you sure are. You're, I'm the best podcast. You're or... just propelling us forward here. Uh, <laughs> it's the beer sponsor of the World Series of Poker. Uh, that I think I knew for some reason. It uh, it also doesn't it feel like this is one of those beers that some marketing team will come and say, "Hey, this is popular now," just like PBR. You know, PBR was kind of like folding as a company. Yeah. And it was just shit, and then somebody bought it and was like, "No, this is yeah, nostalgic Pour this and into trendy. your nostalgia hole." Yeah, yeah. It feels like this is ripe for that. It kind of currently has like a modern logo, like in yeah, the like blast star blast look behind the the like silver blast part. Yeah, and then this big bold blue strip. It's it's supposed to look modern, but I if I'm Milwaukee's best, I'm purely tapping into nostalgia and you don't you're not going to attract new people with like a modern how much did this cost by the way six or of 16 ounces 550 oh mama yeah so that's part of it so there's very uh good value with milwaukee's best very good value milwaukee's best value premium and i think this is one of those beers that is kind of known for its ice variety milwaukee's best Mm, ice yeah like bud ice it's it's one of those like bang for your buck beers i feel like this is not sitting well with me it's making me sleepy i sense that (laughs) from across the table (laughs) you basically do it let's do a parable or terrible all right i'm excited about this one joe i got a pep in my step and a poop in my troopa uh the rito's crunch mix this is a Cardboard stand-up triangular box, three ounces of Doritos. These are new, by the way, at 7-Eleven. Crunch mix, nacho cheese-flavored snack mix. It includes a multi-crunch nacho cheese mix, which is a crunch nut. A lot of crunch a, in a here. A pretzel bite, a puff, a 3D triangle, and a corn stick. Okay. What makes this different from, like, the, you know, the, what do they call it? Like, munchables or munchies or something. You know where they oh, mix yeah, yeah, all the yeah, like, yeah, Doritos yeah. with pretzels and stuff. Ooh, what is? I don't. I might be crazy, but that smells a hint like, like peanut chocolate. butter. Yeah, or peanut butter or something like that. Yeah. Maybe these got shipped with some Reese's. Are we gonna get botulism the, from our? We're gonna get botulism. Net? All right, I dumped them out. I'm getting a lot of the. You pops. only get the pops. I think the box doesn't settle right. You maybe have to shake the box, Nick. I don't shake the box, Joe. All right, all right. Don't shake it up. I just fall asleep on air. Yeah, I've I, I have witnessed that. <laughs> Give it here. Are you saying it you smells, carry cold it cans? It smells pretty good. No, just is uh, that what you're saying? Is that what people episode. are saying? No, just this episode where you that's what I literally near, nearly <laughs> fell asleep. Um, I'm getting a bunch of the shapes out. Crunch nut, pretzel bite, puff. Th- I'm just gonna stick them all in and then take a beast drink. Mm. Please chew directly into the microphone too. It's tasty. I like the crunch nuts. Mm-hmm. It's like a nut surrounded by deep fried, uh, like cornmeal. Mm-hmm. It does go very good with this beer. These were in a bowl. I feel like we say this a lot with uh, um, pear tears. If these are sitting in a bowl at a bar. You'd just be grabbing them by the handful. 
It would make the beer. You'd order another one. Got yeah. that salt on your tongue. Yep. I got to wash this salt down. Very good. I'm it immediately good. ready to call this And parable. if you attach enough of these triangles together, you got yourself a little beer straw there. We should take a picture beer of this. straw. Hey, Joe, um, why don't you get a picture of this? God, that was really good. Why did it taste like uh, peanut butter, though? Or Sorry, why did it smell like peanut butter? I'm taking a picture here. I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm parable. Go Maybe out and buy these, folks. Oh, yeah. It does smell you get like this, peanuts, This feels though. like a 7-Eleven, too. Oh, this is 7-Eleven. Front of the store, right by cash register. Yeah, purchase. yeah. This is a... That's a... 7-Eleven's such a grab bag. Like, you can go in there and... Obviously, you're not getting this stuff under the heat lamps, but you know there's actually some good shit. Oh, are you a? P- I'm not getting the stuff under the heat lamps, Joe. What do you grab when you grab something under I the heat lamp? I used to hear someone pipe off about 7-Eleven having uh, some of the best heat lamp food in all of Madison. Well, what I do you get? A certain Joe Glock. No, do you I, that? I like the microwave cheeseburgers. I I called what used to be the yeah, 7- but you microwave the them OPP, there, right? Yeah, but that wasn't heat lamp food. That was oh, taking that was the microwave. microwave, taking the cheeseburger, put it in the microwave, and it was the best cheeseburger in all of Madison. Best is what people misquoted me of saying when I was drunk one night and I devoured <laughs> one, but it was really good. But w- when you get heat lamp gas station food or Seven Eleven food, what is the food that you go for? I remember one time when I was like ten years old, I was at a like baseball tournament or something like that, and yeah. went to a gas store, gas station to get something. The gas store. The gas store. It turns yeah. into, I, I turned into a gas store after I, I eat wanna, there. I didn't want to derail you. You finally on a roll this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm back, baby. <laughs> this crunch mix has got me rolling. The blood sugar's rolling. <laughs> uh, where was I? Now I'm falling. Damn asleep. it. <laughs> you derailed me. No, you went to okay, you yeah, yeah, your yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah, you went yeah, to 7-Eleven yeah. or something. And I need a little rumbling for my tumbling. Yep. And... Uh, so my dad pulls the excursion van over to the gas station. Big old full-size van. You heard of them? Yeah. I've heard, heard of them. TV in them, VCR. TV's uh, in the seats? No. Not it's yet. between the between the two front seats, the TV sat. Oh, so it's an external TV. It wasn't built into the van. Well, no, it was built in. It's mm. part of the center console for the vehicle. I'm my only child, Nick. We never needed a van. That's true. It shows. It really shows, Joe. Yeah. I, I stay awake for the whole shows and <laughs> no. Yeah, so my you're... little my older brother's gonna carry me home now because <laughs> I'm asleep. So you're sitting in your van. So I'm sitting there high off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, it was before a baseball tournament or something. I don't remember what it was, but I need something to eat. So I went to this gas station, and uh, uh, there were also like. Um, Girls from school in this gas station. Uh oh. Who I had a little crush on. Oh, can you name names? I cannot. Come on. And, uh, what does it matter? You're a fucking <laughs> adult now. You're a little kid. I'm still a little kid First at name? heart. No. All right. And uh, <laughs> Joy Glock. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I got a hot dog off the roller thing. That's mm-hmm. where this ties in. Yeah. And then I purchased yeah, we came it. a long way to get back I purchased here. it, and on my way out, I was holding the door open for them as they went in. The crushes. The crushes. Yeah. And we're not talking orange crushes or no, purple crushes. Which you can't get at a 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> that rumbling, but, bumbling. But anyway, I dropped the hot dog on the ground. Oh, no. And did they laugh at you? 
No, they didn't lie. I don't know up. if they saw it, but I was afraid they saw it. Because you no, were this, high that off story your line's ass. not true. Because I was high off my ass looking for some munchies. <laughs> I gotta say, that got cu- me. I was laughing. In the couch, I was laughing pretty good. <laughs> and because uh, that timeline's not right, because I dropped it before I was supposed to purchase it. Because I remember I was like, oh, I had shit. this moral dilemma in my mind, like. This thing was on the ground. Do I need to buy this? <laughs> oh, you're going to steal it because you dropped well, it? Well, no, I was going to just throw it away and not, you know, mm-hmm. not pay for it. That's... So essentially steal it, yeah. But yeah, I but dropped a, it on good, the ground. Like, as a kid, it's, a, it's quite the dilemma. I think a lot of adults would have just thrown it away. But no, I, I paid for it. Because you're the good With boy. With daddy's credit card. No, I probably had my own money. <laughs> had your own credit card. <laughs> Yeah, I've been a South Southwest uh, Rewards Card member since 1997. <laughs> the miles you yeah. have. Oh, I haven't paid for a flight in years. <laughs> and those uh, those peanuts they bring around, I haven't had to pay for those. The rest of us haven't either, Nick. Wait. Yeah. We, we actually, t- well, the only thing to- you have to pay for is Doritos Crunch Mix, nacho cheese. They told me butter. the peanuts were $10. I know they did. But they've been telling you that for years. So the rewards they? card just means nothing. Hey, Nick. Peanuts rewards member, all yours, buddy. And it, even though I had the allergy, they made me pay for them. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Nick, you're getting abused by Southwest <laughs> Systems. Anyway, so you dropped uh, the hot dog. I dropped the hot dog. Did you end up because paying? I was? And then I knew the girls were in there, or guys. And uh, you had your little rod going. <laughs> <laughs> I had my hot dog on the floor. <laughs> 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 and uh, I ended up buy- paying for the hot dog, and I was upset. And then I got back in the car, uh-huh. slammed the door, and then my dad was like, "All right, let's go." And we oh. drove to the to the baseball game. Did you eat it? No. Mm. Wrapped it up in a napkin and sat there <laughs> with my arms crossed, pouty. I was a little brat yeah, from yeah. the rest so of the that night. That much has changed. Then I got it. <laughs> I can be a brat. Uh, yeah. So uh, okay. So you a go hot for dog. hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I go for taquitos is my answer. Like That's those a like good roll one, up like yeah. kind of like chicken in there, that kind of thing. But you don't feel good about any of it. No. Oh man, where do we come from here? So oh, we've got these a brat on there. Yeah, there'll be a brat on there. for a brat once in a while. Sure. And you know the exception here is like um a quick trip usually has like pretty good heated food. It's not necessarily on the rollers, but they have like yeah. heated, you well, know, Wisconsin chicken sandwiches quick or trip. Yeah, or yeah. They're expanding. They're Really? Yeah, I think so. They're pretty far throughout the Midwest by Good. now. Yeah, they actually do have some Another lacrosse company. People in Wisconsin go fucking gaga for a quick trip. People love that place. Yeah. Like, it's the best coffee in the, the goddamn <laughs> state. Uh, okay, well, I say this is very parable. <laughs> you want to come oh, back yeah. parable or terrible? Oh, yeah. One thing I want to touch nom, on. Nom, 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 I'm nom. steering the direction a little bit, but before we get to the rankings, I want to- I want to take you in one direction, which is the advertising of Milwaukee's Best Premium. Mm. So they came out with this Can Crush series of commercials, which is perhaps Milwaukee's Best Light's most popular ad campaign. So um, in these ads, men who did not act like men were suddenly crushed and killed by a giant can of Milwaukee's Best Light, which fell from the sky. So examples include a man who is scared of a bee. One who abandons his buddies fixing the car in order to coo over a small puppy. A man who soaks up the grease from the slice of pizza before eating it. I, I, I do that. Um, a, guy who leaves, a, a guy who leaves a poker game to call his wife just to check in. And one man who arrives at a barbecue holding hands with a woman in a matching outfit. 
So uh, this kind of drives home the commercial's tagline, which is men should act like men and light beer should taste like beer. Later ads upped the level of comedy when six packs rained down on men who bounced on trampolines, wore animal print underwear, or failed to catch a can of beer gently tossed to them. So see those, yeah, the, that type of commercial had its had its moment for a while now, and then now that would be the most like insensitive thing you could run on air. That'd be worse than Kendall Jenner handing a cop a Pepsi. Yeah, it, it kind of it's it was always bad, like not bad, like. I mean, it was always always supposed to be shocking. Yeah, but it was like, like, but I'm saying it's always like poor quality. That's just a shitty ad. Like, it's just not good. Well, I mean, it's supposed to, it's a cheap laugh is all it is. And then it's like, oh, did you see this? And you're showing them on your Razor phone. Yeah, and they're they're watching the, this commercial. Well, the, the only one that I disagree with is men's who, men who bounced on trampolines were killed. What's wrong with that? Why is that not Any a manly sort of frolicking thing to do? or uh, ha- experiencing joy is not manly. Yeah, yeah. You should be an alcoholic and yep. drink Milwaukee's best light. Yep. Well, I think that the only <laughs> Milwaukee's best further for me. Okay, yeah. Um, personally, this beer's already shit. The branding, I think, is shit. Their website, and folks, I encourage you to go on it, go to millbest.com, is nothing. It's four giant images. It, the first one says, proud to be an American brew. Mm. And then you could scroll down and read Milwaukee's Best Light, Milwaukee's Best Premium, or Milwaukee's Best Ice. And that's it. That's the whole entire website. So the, there's no content on it. There's nothing that it accomplishes. It's just they're really mailing it in. There's just nothing to kind of like uh, this episode. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing they're trying to accomplish. Joe, you know? I tried to go to uh, millbest.com and they asked for my birth date, and I tried to type in a birth date that would get me entrance, and I typed in something wrong, so I got sent to uh, <laughs> "We Don't Serve Teens" is the oh, is the geez. page header. It is the consumer.ftc.gov/features. Slash feature dash zero zero two eight slash we dash don't slash serve slash teens. Uh-huh. So if you are listening to this podcast Go there and you to... are not twenty one, we are mandated by federal law to tell you you failed the trickiest of uh, trick ass. They got me. They used to ask that for like porn sites and stuff too. Like, are you eighteen? And then you had to type in your what's your this age. porn you're talking about? Not that I've ever gone. Personally. I've never even heard of that. No. <laughs> well, so this is a first. Uh, we'll talk about it off air. Um, so in my opinion, the beer sucks. The branding sucks. Yeah. It does pair well with Doritos, Crunch Mitch, Crunch Mitch Patriot, Crunch hey. Mix Nacho Cheese. It does. Um, but the, the marketing I sucks. I love my dad. <laughs> let it, let the record show. Uh, it's just a very forgettable experience. My dad loves it? me. It's, yeah, I know. I, I got you. Nick. I think we can get off it. Um, should we go to Beer Advocate? I'm an advocate for my dad. <laughs> for your dad, yeah. Um, 1.86 out of 5 on Beer Advocate. That translates to awful. Uh, the top reviewer says, the top reviewer, hey, keep your phone on loud, Nick. <laughs> top reviewer says, okay, this is cheap beer, but it is what it is. I got this for 9 buck a case. Drink it after you have a few. Hey, we got a live call coming into studio. Uh, oh, let's, let's take it. Let's see what we got. Hello, Hello, you're on the air. Hey. Thank you for calling into Cold Cans. We're talking about Milwaukee's oh best premium God. today. <laughs> What's your name? Where are you calling from? <laughs> that we heard it the first time. Yeah, we got it. 
So what was you, your opinion on Milwaukee's best premium or the city of Milwaukee in general? Milwaukee, where's that? What? <laughs> was up or where's, where's that? Milwaukee. Where is Milwaukee? We, we seem to have a lost caller. Sir, I, I told I'm going to send you to consumer.ftc.gov backslash we don't serve teens. Thank you. Barky, I'll see you for football in about 15 minutes. You have the ball. I do have a ball. So our first experience with the hotline. Uh, Hotlines? I got to say, it worked out. Listeners, call in. Predict when Nick and I are going to record and call one of us on the phone. <laughs> Nick will make sure his phone's on loud and connected to the mixer, and uh, and we'll take it. It'll work out great. Uh, we be- should take calls from now on. Yeah, where we can make calls. I was actually thinking about calling some people in Milwaukee oh, on yeah. this one. Oh, yeah. Too bad That's we didn't. That's a good idea. <laughs> uh Maybe we'll cut one in. Uh, so I'm beer advocate cut one out tomorrow morning. I bet you will. Beer advocate episode, doesn't like it. I think we get to the rankings. Let's go to the rankings. Uh, I'll read it. Uh, Taint to tip. I thought that was my job. Go for it. Should I lay a beat while you read? Lay a beat. Boom 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 boom. Start with the taint, we're talking smearing off ice. Then we go up to Wodul's, not your father's mountain ale. Olympia, Schlitzen Budweiser, Miller Lite, Miller 64. Michelob Ultra, Coors Light, Molson, Chef of a Heaven Fighter, Grapefruit, Beer, Bowling Rock, PBRRRRRR, Anger Brow Vice, Palisades, Piss Apple. Oh, we did a joke, Bum. Tecate, more like not Tecate. I don't like to drink it. Very, very, very bad beer. He told him 15 minutes. Flat. Sierra, Nevada. Or you might say Nevada. Which case, you'd be wrong. Torpedo Extra IPA. Okay, Rainier, Crikey IPA, Blue Moon, Who Garden, Kona Longboard, Deschutes, Swivelhead Red, Old Rasputin, Rodenbach Grand Crew, Elysian Night Owl, Pumpkin Ale, Spotted Cow, Session, Premium Lager. Hand on my heart. Hand on her what? Those are my beers. <laughs> I love the rankings. Those are the definitive rankings. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the original premise of this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're creating the... Yeah. And in addition to falling asleep at the wheel, you've already admitted to the listeners for weeks straight that you don't care about the initial premise of the show as well. So I will, because I do care about the rankings, stick this, of course, near the bottom. I will stick it pretty much straight up the ass of the rankings in that it's going near the bottom. I'm putting this, I'm putting this ahead of Olympia, but behind Schlitz. Olympia made you sick. Schlitz, I don't know. We kind of shit on Schlitz for being like very mediocre, but this thing just put no effort forward. Oh yeah, Schlitz. Yeah, Schlitz should be higher on the list as it is. That's my one. That's the hill I'm dying on. The Schlitz hill. Oh, I like it. it, it there's some passion. Mm-hmm. So I put this 26th. I put this behind very Schlitz passionate lover. Yeah, I'm good with that. Let's run it. 
Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for bearing with us on this show. Uh, thank you to Eric Barkhaus for calling in. As always, subscribe, leave us a wonderful review that I'm sure we deserve, and uh, at all costs, avoid Milwaukee's Beast Premium Life. The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 